If you're like me and you're torn between the love my body at any size movement and the, if I love my body, I need to make healthier choices to feel good too thought process, then you're in the right place. It's every day now that someone out there is telling us the next best thing on TikTok or Instagram ads are showing us another shortcut and it is exhausting. How about we heal our relationship with our bodies, exercise and food and give ourselves grace along the way. Let's do this together and celebrate the small stuff. Welcome to A Healthy Dose with Sadie Tolbert. Fitness. I'm going to fit this apple in my mouth. Wow, that sounded weird. Okay, so today we're talking about kind of the the large realm of different types of fitness. And so we already kind of talked about the the relationship with exercise. And so this is just sort of to like expand your mind and talk about different things and like help you define your goals so that you can decide what kind of fitness you want to put into your life. If you're somebody who's like, I'm ready to make a change or I'm ready to, to do something. So um, we'll start out with cardio. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So cardio is basically aerobic exercise. It's going to raise your heart rate. It is um, typically people who want to do cardio are doing so to improve their cardiovascular system, improve their heart, improve their lungs. And during this is typically when fate, uh, weight loss will happen. And so if you're looking to uh, reduce fat in your body, cardio is something that you want to incorporate. Um, there's a nice little term called cardio bunny. Um, that's people that just are constantly, you know, doing cardio and nothing else. Um, this, you know, people can do that if they want to. Um, but having a nice, well-rounded mixture in with other things can tend to have better results. And so it goes back to your goals. Like, are you just, just doing cardio only to lose weight? You need to incorporate, incorporate in some strength training and, and really variety. You've got to keep your body guessing. So if you are going to the gym every day and getting on the elliptical for 45 minutes, like your body's going to figure that out and your body's going to improve with how well it handles it. So even if the first time you go in, you're huffing and puffing and sweating like crazy, that's not going to be like that forever. Eventually it's going to start to change for you and, and then you've got to change it up. So cardio is multiple different things. You can do dance cardio. You can, of course, running is more of a higher impact, which means you're going to hit the ground more with your body. If you go on something like the cardio or I'm sorry, the elliptical machine or a bike or something like that, that's less impact, but it still has your body moving in that way. And you can like increase the torque and uh, how hard you work by, you know, pushing the up the button or uh, making it harder to push, pull, move. And that is going to increase your uh, breathing. And that is one way that you can burn through fat is by breathing hard. <laughs> so um, cardio is is great. It's important. Um, there are different heart rate zones that your body can reach and go through. And so if you do cardio and your heart rate is, is in a really, really high zone, um, it's going to take you longer to recover and it's probably not going to have as much effect on your training ability and it's going to poop you out faster and it's just going to be harder to go through. So you want to aim at, um, your heart rate zone that 
makes the most sense. So um, I'm going to use the five heart rate zones um, and you kind of need to know where your body is at. And so if you have a watch that can track your heart rate zone, um, that will be different. So if you're somebody that like will just start walking a little bit faster and you peak to heart rate zone five right away, then then go back to walking at a leisurely pace and stay in that heart rate zone three. And if you're there for a long time, like that can really help burn fat is if you stay in that zone three rather than staying in zone five for much less time, if that makes sense. So really kind of finding where you're at. A lot of people do sprints and hill, hill training and things like that. And that can bring your heart rate up and then bring your heart rate down and then bring it up and bring it down. And that can be um, really beneficial. Um, but so the same thing can happen when you do like strength training. And so if you are uh, doing some um, like barbell curl sets, for example, or deadlifts or squats and things like that, you will be you know, increasing your heart rate during the time that you are lifting. And then when you set it down, you're taking a rest. And so um, kind of wrapping up all of the cardio, uh, it's something that you can incorporate in, you know, periodically throughout this time. You can swim, you can um, find all different kinds of ways of, of raising that heartbeat. And, and it's more of like a whole body type workout than, um, you know, if you isolate just one muscle group. So uh, running is not going to work all muscles and neither is rowing or, or swimming or anything like that. But um, again, going back to like your goals, like if you want to improve like lower body, then you might want to find a cardio that is going to also strengthen your lower body. And if you want to improve your upper body, then find a cardio that's going to do that. So um, kind of obvious stuff, but, you know, just bringing it back around. So moving over to like strength training, um, a lot of people think that this is, you know, the bodybuilders, the people that just want big show muscles, but ultimately we need muscles and strength to survive. Um, I learned a lot about this when I was into CrossFit because they talk a lot about those being like functional movements, the, the Olympic style lifts and the things that we do really mimic things that we do on an everyday basis. Like if you're somebody who has to bend over and pick up things off the floor, like, can you stand back up? Okay. Are you strong enough to be able to pick up and lift things with your legs um, and use those ergodynamics and things like that? Or can you grab stuff from a shelf? Can you lift something heavy from above a fridge and pull it down? And, and those kind of like functional movements. If you um, were caught in a, a space where you have to hold on for dear life, like, do you have the upper body strength to hold on to something? Like do you have the grip strength to hold on to something. So strength is is a part of living and even for people who are like you know obese and carry around extra weight like they're still strong because they carry that weight around like people parents if you carry a baby on your hip that's strength you are holding that baby you know there's we're all going to have different parts of our body that are just naturally stronger than others and so finding the areas that you want to improve upon like if you feel like you know i my upper body is, is fine. Like that's not something I want to improve upon, but my lower body, I just seems like it's sore and I struggle with that. Then you can cater around that, but don't completely ignore the upper body. So you can, I remember kind of learning this in um, like a strength training class in high school where it's like people would want to tone as opposed to bulk. And so if you were toning your body, which is a much more feminine thing to say, then you would want lower weight and higher reps. And if you wanted to strengthen and gain more muscle mass and bulk, then you would want higher weight and 
lower reps and things like that. And so that's not exactly, you know, the true case, but it's still kind of like a guideline, right? You know, if you're just going into the gym and you're not, you're not doing a whole lot, like you're still moving in the right direction. But if you truly want your muscles to, to grow and, and break down and, and regenerate uh, stronger, it's just, I mean, it's common sense to, to want to lift heavier weights and, and you will see those big giant muscular people. Um, maybe they can't run very well, or maybe they are really, really strong in some areas of strength training and not others. Like don't skip leg day, bro, you know, that type of thing. So, uh, again, when you are doing your strength training and, uh, lifting weights and working on those targeted areas, um, don't forget the accessory muscles and, uh, especially just really focusing on the entire core. It's not just your abdomen. It's also your back. It's your, your obliques. It's down into your hips. It's into your glutes. It's all connected. And basically all of your limbs depend on that. And so by making sure that you are incorporating those, those core stabilizing, uh, workouts, and that's not just doing setups. Um, you are really just doing so much benefit for the rest of your body. And so if you recognize that part, some of your body is just really tight, um, it might mean that you need to strengthen that part of your body, or, you know, maybe you think, or I I can throw down a lat pull down like crazy. I can get some crazy numbers up in there, but I cannot do a pull up. Like might be an accessory muscle. That's just not, not where it should be, not strengthened. Um, and so that is, uh, these are all just things that um, that you have to kind of consider where is your um, thought process at with what you want to improve. And so those are kind of the two big heavy hitters when it comes to like fitness. It's, it's are you doing cardio? Are you doing strength training? Um, and then there's things that are much more like slow paced that is kind of a mixture of both like yoga yoga can be a cardio. If you are going rhythmically, it can be more of a stretching. It can be more of a strengthening. Um, and so it's a lot of people really like that because it's a a good mixture of all of it. Um, if you're somebody who gets bored easily and you don't want to just commit to one type of exercise for the rest of your life, like consider just doing yoga one time out of the week or, you know, once every couple weeks or whatever, just to get some variety in and sprinkle it in and and see how your body reacts to it. And then if you're somebody that just likes to have one main focus, like you can do that, or you can do Pilates or you can do, I just saw somebody ask on social media, does anybody do Zumba anymore? Like, I don't know. I'm sure it's still, um, in certain communities and pockets and stuff. And so I like an app. Um, I've probably endorsed this app enough to probably, you know, get paid for it. Jeez, which how much I talk about it's called fit on and um it has just hundreds of free workout videos that you can do and i uh airplay it onto a tv and i have a few you know dumbbells and different things most of the workouts are body weight and some are are cardio some are five minutes 20 minutes up to 45 minutes um when i was doing 75 hard which is a challenge that um that you can do that incorporates like seven different rules, but one of the rules is you get two 45 minute workouts in every day. Um, I spent one of those 45 minutes walking outside every day because one workout has to be outdoors. And so I spent that 45 minutes walking every day outside. 
And then the other 45 minutes was a combination of workout videos. And so um, that worked out for me. I would do like two 22 minute videos or I would do a 10 minute stretch and then a 30 minute, you know, strength training or whatever. And so there's thousands and thousands of videos on there. So that could be something that might pique your interest if you wanted. If you're somebody who is a community type person, then you, you might want to find a gym and find one that fits in your budget or find like a free group somewhere or whatever the case may be for you. Um, there's, there's literally so many options out there. It's, it can be overwhelming. And so finding somebody to talk to that's experienced different things to help you find the best option for you is, is a good idea. And just exploring and finding different things until something really tickles your fancy, but, um, it should never be painful. It shouldn't be uncomfortable or like constantly sore. Like you can change that. And some of it could be improved upon, you know, pre or post nutrition for the workout. Some of it, um, could have to do with any sort of recovery type stretches and things like that. But, um, you can be into fitness and not live the sore life, you know, and the more fitness you do, the less sore you become. And so it is just kind of battling through those first couple of weeks um, of getting back into it, but you have muscle memory. So even if you're like, I used to work out a lot 10 years ago and it's been that long, like your muscles remember, they kept score, you know? So I encourage you to try something new, even if it's just uh, five, 10 minutes, like just move your body. I know on that app you can find uh, desk workouts. I saw a, a lazy girl workout thing on Instagram. I think I mentioned that one other podcast, like there are lots of different modalities out there to move your body. And it's just so important for all the things that I've talked about circulation and mood and all kinds of stuff. So I hope you find something that fits you and keep that body in motion. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you haven't yet, please subscribe for more and leave a review. If you got something great out of today, please share with your family and friends. And as always, please remember to consult with your primary care provider if you have any questions or concerns. This podcast is meant to be educational and based off of my experience. Have a great day. You are unique and amazing and beautiful.